someone like me when I've done nothing to deserve it amen I do not own the rights to that music that is incredible by Mary Mary I mean God is so good he gives us his best even when we don't deserve it day 28 love makes sacrifices Mm. Mm -mm -mm. incredible God we serve love makes sacrifices He laid down his life for us. We should also lay down our lives for our brothers. 1 John 3 and 16. That's the HCSB translation. Again, it reads, he laid down his life for us. We should also lay down our lives for our brothers. 1 John 3 and 16, the HCSB translation. Life can be hard, but what we usually mean is that our life can be hard. We're the first to feel it when we're ones when we're the ones being mistreated or inconvenienced. We're quick to sulk when we're the ones who feel deprived or unappreciated. When life is difficult for us, we notice. But too often, the only way we notice that life is hard for our mates is when they start complaining about it. Then, instead of genuinely caring or rushing in to help, we might think they just have a bad attitude. The pain and pressure they're under don't register with us nearly the same way as our pain and pressure. When we want to complain, we expect everyone to understand and feel sorry for us. I'm just going to stop right there and say amen, hallelujah. I know that was me. I know know you ain't complaining, bro. I know you ain't. What about me? Do you care about me when I'm going out here doing X, Y, and Z and when this is happening, that and happening the third Oh, I don't want to hear you complain. You don't have the right to complain. I can say that is me. When my life gets hard, I ain't got time to hear about your life being hard. I don't want to hear about your life being hard. When my job is hard, I don't want to hear about your job being hard. That was me. That was me. Mm-hmm. That was me. 
And this is so true. We don't want to get inconvenienced about hearing about nobody else's problems. I'm sorry, not y'all. Y'all got it together. It's me. I didn't want to be inconvenienced with worried about nobody else's problems, but my own. What I was going through, what I was feeling, how my body ached, how my heart hurt, how my chest hurt, how I can't feel on my right side, how I'm dragging my foot and feel like I had a stroke and I didn't like what's going on with me. I remember all of that back in 2018 when I was going through before I had surgery and out from 2015 actually to 2018 before I had surgery just wondering why I keep feeling like I'm having a heart attack Lord what is going on but they can't find nothing why me why me I don't want to hear about nobody else's problem I don't want to hear you know my boyfriend now husband you know telling me stuff going wrong with him no you don't understand what I'm going through you don't feel what I feel you oh woe is me woe is me Fast forward to 28 days before now. Oh, my job is so hard. It's, you know, I'm lifting all these stones and mixing all this concrete. Well, I lift 300, 400 pound women. Oh, and they could be 125 pounds. But when they got an epidural, they feel like they 700 pounds. They be so much dead weight. I, I lift the same amount of weight you do on my job. Oh, you only work three days. I don't want to hear that just because you work five days a week and I only work three or four. I, 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 don't you give me that. You don't know what I go through. I have people lives in my hand. Don't you tell me my job ain't hard. Like, it would not validate his complaint. I would not validate his complaint. Like you ain't, you ain't about to complain to me just because you work Monday through Friday. You got every weekend off. You should be thankful. You got every weekend off. I got to work every other weekend. I would like to do something every weekend too. So you can't complain. You, you still be running the streets. You still be doing like, I would like complain. When he started complaining, I started complaining. You want to complain? I'm going to complain right along with you. You ain't going to sulk by yourself. Mm Mm-mm wrong dead wrong dead wrong dead wrong i was (laughs) i just i just can't believe how (sighs) selfish selfish i was and i say was because i am changing i am changing every day with these dares I am changing. No longer am I being the selfish person that I once was. No longer am I just worried about me and how tired I am. No, I'm taking into consideration he he's tired too. Oh, I'm taking into consideration he's hurting too. I'm taking into consideration, oh, what, how is your day today? You know, let's talk about your day. I don't even start going on about my day or what happened, even if it was a bad day. Even if it was horrible and I just want somebody to talk to, to cry to, or whatever. And the reason why, let me, t- let me tell y'all why. Because I know I can go to God in prayer. I do. But not only can I go to God in prayer about whatever I had, whatever kind of day I had. My dad listens to me. My husband don't have the luxury of parents listening to him. To, you know, tell how his day was and... You know, like, oh, my God, this happened, that happened, this and third. Oh, I'm tired of this. He doesn't have that extra outlet like I have. So I really literally stop and open my eyes and say, shut your mouth. 
open your ears. Like, literally, shut up. Now, you know, when you're growing up, your mama and them tell it, don't you tell nobody shut up. We get in trouble for saying shut up. But now I have to tell myself, shut up. And listen. Because as incredible as God is to me, I should be showing that same love to someone else. Because I call myself a Christian. I need to be showing somebody else that same love. And that somebody else is my husband. How am I so mean to you? And I'm so kind to somebody else. Like, it blew my mind. Like, it blows my mind when I think of all that I put this man through. And it's so easy. Quick. Snapping my fingers over here. How quick and easy it is for me to be kind to someone else. But to him, I'm like, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, oh, man. So the song Incredible, like, Lord, I I can't believe you chose someone like me when I've done nothing. When I say nothing to deserve it, Lord, man, you gave, you gave, Lord, you gave me a man who loves me, loves me. He, he told me himself, he tried to stop loving me, but he can't like this man loves me. Y'all why he love me? I don't know, but he do. I don't know who he do though. And I'm so thankful that I am trying to change for him. Not for me, not for me to get no kudo points for God, because guess what? That ain't going to work, but also so I can live because God said he ain't playing with me and that I need to change. And that's exactly what I'm doing, because, again, I I admitted it on chapters 22 to 27. Like, no, I was the wolf in sheep clothing that. The pastors would talk about because I would call myself a Christian and I would come home to my husband and just be evil and mean. Like, no, you cannot do that. Absolutely not do that. Unacceptable. You hear me? <sighs> Guys, I'm loving this dare. I'm 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 enjoying every day of it. Again, has every day been easy? No. Has every day been hard? No. Have I been able to do everything on every day as it is written? No. Again, there's some that I still got to go back and redo. Um, and today is one of those days as well. But it's because I literally have to get my husband to drive his car to the shop. So it says, love makes sacrifices. Today's Daryl was... What is one of the greatest needs in your spouse's life right now? Is is there a need you could lift from their shoulders today? Like, what is it? What is it? And I had to think, what is it? What is it? Whether the need is big or small, purpose to do what you can to meet their need. So my husband's car leaks power steering fluid. So... And he's always buying bottles upon bottles upon bottles, which would probably save him a lot of money if he stopped doing that. Like, every day he's probably putting two bottles of power steering fluid in there. One to go to work, one to come home, most likely. Or one to get to work and home, and then if he has to go somewhere else, whatever. So, yeah, at least two or three bottles a day. I'll say that. So... With that being said, I know that's a need. 
So in my heart, I purpose to find out how much it would be to get this fixed for him. I tried to call two different places. Nobody answered. But it was Saturday, so I know car shops are open. And Walmart said they didn't do it. They didn't think whoever answered the phone. I don't know if I was talking to somebody in the auto care center or not. But at that point, I was like, okay, y'all don't do it. Let me just check around. But anyway, since it's the weekend, I know I definitely have to wait till Monday to call around again. One, I'm off. Two, it'll be so much easier because I can just, while I'm out, either on my way to or from my doctor's appointment or to or from getting my dad from the hospital. Either one of those times. Thank God for that. I will be bringing my dad home from the hospital on Monday. But um, I can literally stop by these shops on our way home. Because they're on our way home. Or on my way home. Rather, whether I'm getting my dad. Or whether I'm going to or from the doctor. There are shops on the way home. So I will be able to check it out to and from. And... I'm looking so forward to being able to do this for him and seeing what it's going to take. And literally, again, that would be a huge sacrifice because, of course, y'all know I'm saving the money every pay period that I can't get into. And then so I have to wait to um, the next pay period to get that chunk of change and be like, bam, okay, got it. Here we go. Mm. There we go. So, I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited. I am excited to be able to do this for him. To lift that burden off his shoulder so he'll know that I really do care about him. I really do care about his needs and what his car needs and good transportation for him and all this stuff. Because I need him to be able to not only be there for me when I need him with his car, but for the kids as well. So I can't have him running around in the lemon and trying to rescue the kids all at the same time. It's not going to, it can't happen that way. Like, okay, it's going to take him a minute to get to you because his car is junk. Like, no, that ain't, that ain't right. But like I said, he wanted a car that he didn't have no car payments and he paid cash for it. So you pay for what you get. So, but again, so his money, so our money, I should say, not his, but our money is going to go into repairs. That's fine. That's what he wanted. He wanted to wanted something that he kind of had to fix up, but not really. And he got it. And again, I'm so jealous because he doesn't have car payments. You know, yeah, he has this, that, and the third that he has to fix up. But guess what? He don't have a car payment on top of it. Whereas I still got to get maintenance on my car, still pay the car payment. And if something happens, still pay that and then turn back around and pay another car payment until it's paid off. So I am jealous of him for that. That if it's $200, $300, $400 to fix something, it's just that you don't have to come out. Four hundred and fifty more dollars for your car payment right after that or right with that or right before that or you know what I'm saying it's not an additional on top of your car payment so am I a little jealous I am very jealous very but that's okay I'm gonna be sitting right with him shortly with no car payment 
Yes, yes, I am. Because at first I was like, oh, I'm going to pay this car off. I'm going to trade it in. I'm going to get what I want. But guess what? Mm-mm. God did not is not taking me through this there for no reason. Uh-uh, he's telling me, okay, why would you get yourself back in the cycle? You know, mm-mm, don't do it. Like, no, nope, mm-mm. I want to know what it's like to not have car payments too. It's not my dream car, but guess what? It'll get me from A, B, C, D, E, F, all the way to Z. All the way to Z. And all I have to do is keep up maintenance on it. Oh, mm-mm. Yeah, I want to be riding pretty in the car of my dreams, but guess what? It's not necessary for me to be in the car of my dreams. And you know what? Nightmares are also dreams. <gasps> what? Nightmares are also dreams. So the car of my dream can turn around to be a nightmare for me. So you know what? I just thank God because if it's meant for me, it is not going to be hard. So when I say, God, you're so incredible because you give me everything I need. You even meet if not all my wants, majority of my wants is met too. Now, there's something you just won't let me have because you know it ain't right for me. And even though I don't know it ain't right for me and I ain't pout or whatever, some things you just already know you ain't going to do right. You ain't going to get it. I can say there's some big things in my life that I absolutely wanted. And I just knew I'm going to do this and I'm going to get it. It's, you know, everything was lining up, lining up. And bam, I couldn't get it. And I mean, devastated, devastated. And then a little while goes goes by and I'm thinking, man, that was just God looking out for me. I didn't need that because I would have been this, that, and the third. It would have been blah, 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 whatever. It wasn't the right time. It wasn't the right season. Or it just wasn't right for me because anything God has for me, Anything that ha- that he has for me, it is for me. Same God, same thing, guys. Anything God has for you is for you. It is not going to be a struggle. Now, I'm not saying the road is going to be easy and there's not going to be no bumps in the road. A lot of people think, oh, no, when God wants you to have something, it ain't going to be no struggle, no fuss, no fight. If you don't think the devil is going to fight you all the way to your blessings, you better think again. And guess what? The fight is not straight up the enemy showing his ugly face to you. Yeah, I'm standing right here. Yep, I'm ready to fight you. Mm-mm. Nope. He be like, your kids going to act up right now. Your health going to act up right now. You and your husband are going to argue right now. Something's going to go on with your family right now. But if you praise your way through every situation... Praise your way through. Praise your way through. Why you going through? Make sure you grow through. Grow through it. Grow through it and come out on the other side knowing that God did it. Again, every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. Every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. If it's good and it's perfect, it is from the Lord. If it's too good to be true, leave it right where it is. Because... There, you cannot tell me that when God 
gives you in a vision, gives you in a dream or telling you, no, I know you want this thing, but this thing I'm about to bless you with is better than that. You cannot tell me God didn't tell you that because I remember when I was a baby Christian, baby Christian, I don't mean a baby. I mean, a baby Christian, so gung ho for God. You cannot tell me. It would be some things like, I'd be like, oh Lord, I want this. Oh Lord, I want that. Oh God, thank you for this. God, thank you for that. He would come right away. But if I couldn't have it, he would say, nope, you can't have that because I got this for you. Nope, I don't want you doing that because I got I want you to do this. Nope. And let me tell you something. Just because I grew in God, doesn't mean his instructions. Stop coming. Now, does it sometimes get a little bit harder to hear him? No, it doesn't. And everybody wants to say that. It does not get hard to hear God. My sheep know my voice and another voice they will not follow. I'm follow. I'm sorry. That's what the word of God says. So no, his voice does not get harder to hear either. The the question is, are you listening? Are you listening? You can't listen if you talking. Hmm. That'd be the thing right there. We can't listen if we're talking. What do you mean? I'm praying. I'm praying. I'm praying. I'm praying. I'm believing God. I'm shouting in faith. I'm believing God. I'm shouting in faith. Hmm. Okay, that's all good. What did God say? While you were shouting and praying, what did God say? Because sometimes you got to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Sometimes, sometimes you got to say, okay, peace be still. I'm trying to listen to God. Sometimes it, it just takes you to stop listening and tune in to what God is trying to tell you. He, the instructions are still as clear as they was when you first met Jesus. When you first became saved. Still the same. Still crystal clear. Did not get harder to hear. We just got hard of hearing. The instructions did not get hard to hear. We just got hard of hearing. Mm-hmm. Ouch. Ouch, that hurt me. That hurt me a lot. Preaching to the choir, I know. Because it was me. It is me. And I know I'm not the only one going through this. Again, you guys wouldn't be listening and following and giving me feedback if I was the only one. I know I'm not. Because these lessons right now that I'm growing through, these lessons, is less about my husband. And more about me. Less about my relationship with my husband. And more about my relationship with God. Because I can't have a relationship. On any level. Whether it's me with my boss. Me with my co-workers. Me with my children. Me with my parents. Me with my husband. Me with my church family. If my relationship with God is off. Because I don't know how to love you. If I don't have the love of God in me. I don't know how to treat you. 
if God ain't teach me how to treat people. If God didn't say you treat your neighbor as thyself, love your neighbor as thyself. I can be doing anything to you. Because I would be doing anything to myself. We have to stop worrying about how bad our life is for a moment. To tune in to listen to somebody else. Because I promise you, somebody is probably somewhere a little bit worse off than you. And that's not saying that you're not doing well or you're not doing bad or, you know, whatever, vice versa, how you want to say it. What I'm saying is we can always, always, like the chapter says, feel it when it affects us the most, when it hurts us the most, when it inconveniences us the most when we don't feel appreciated the most we can feel it and we get all caught up in our feelings but when somebody else turn around and say they feeling the same way either about the same situation or one different mm we look at them up and down like I know you ain't complaining one of the craziest things also I know I did not y'all because y'all got it together I'm talking about me this this miss finally getting it right I know one thing I finally did you know how you would look at someone and this is even when I was back in high school and when I was high school skinny I was high school skinny okay (laughs) in every sense of the word I was high school skinny um but I would hear like the other girls would be like, oh, my God, I need to lose five or ten pounds. And as I grew up in life and I got into my 30s, um, late 20s, 30s, and um, I would see people or my coworkers and they'd be like, oh, my God, I need to lose like five or ten pounds. Oh, my goodness. And I would look at them and I'm like, ugh. Well, I got to lose X, Y, and Z. Why are you worried about five or ten pounds? Why are you so sad about five or ten pounds? Why you, why you feel so sad about that? But I remember I decided for myself. I'm I'm tired of looking my nose, looking down my nose at them, and you know, blah 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 blah. I'm going to take a positive outlook on life just because I feel horrible about the weight that I was at. I was feeling like, oh my God, I just feel horrible. Da-da-da, what they complaining for. Da-da-da. And I said, let me stop right here. I had to stop myself. And I had to realize that how bad I was feeling every time I gained five or 10 pounds and literally had to go up another jean size dress size they were feeling the same way because guess what it got more and more expensive every dress size every pant size you went up i clearly remember being a size six and then going to a 16 not like that and like bam that fast 
But I can look back and say, man, I was just a six. And then I was a 12 and I loved when I was a size 12. And I was like, oh, what they what they say now? You slim thick, slim thick. That's what they say. You slim thick, you slim thick. I was slim thick when I was 12. Size 12, you couldn't tell me nothing. But then as I kept going and going and going, again, most of it to no fault of me. Oh, you just being lazy and you just eating like, no, 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 not that. For medical issues, steroids, birth control, kids, steroids, birth control. I mean, you know, those things make you gain weight, steroids and birth control. And it gets harder as you get older to get it off. But what I had to learn is I can't be judgy about somebody else's situation. Especially if I even look at my situation Oh my God, we in the same boat. I remember one day I was literally at the gym and I was on the treadmill exercising and this pretty little skinny girl come by me and started working out. And out of nowhere, this other girl that was on, that came to the other side of me or whatever, out of nowhere, didn't know who I was, who I had be, didn't know neither one of them either. But the one to my right says, she is just making us all look bad. And I'm look, and I'm like, who? Like, first, you know how you don't want to say who or, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, is she talking about me or is she, who is she talking about? Because I, nobody walked in front of us or whatever. And, um, she, so then, you know, I just kind of ignored her, like, you know, but have a face of who she's talking to and who she's talking about. Um, So she gets started to doing her exercise and I'm just, you know, doing at my steady pace that I do it at, not worried about it. And um, the, part, the other pretty little skinny girl to my left, just over there running, running like her life depends on it, whatever. And so the other girl was like, man, she's like. how you do it she's like I'm getting started and I just feel like I can't you know keep up or whatever and I was like well you gotta start at your own pace because everybody's you know physical abilities is different that's just normal they teach us that in high school everybody's physical abilities are different and she was like oh she's like ah I just can't wait to be that skinny again and I was like what skinny and she's like it's a girl over there and I said well but you don't know what she had to go through to get that skinny. Or you don't know what she had to go through or has to go through to remain that skinny. Hence, we are all here trying together to get healthy. I threw the healthy word out there. Didn't even say skinny. I said healthy. And she laughed. She was like, skinny is healthy. And I said, oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Because at the time, I was a... I was a CNA. I wasn't a nurse at the time. I was like, no, 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 no. Skinny is not healthy. I know plenty of skinny people who died of heart attacks. Because it still depends on what you eat and put in your body. Your metabolism may burn a lot of it out. But the bad parts of it, guess what? They still in there. So, no, skinny doesn't make you healthy. Healthy makes you healthy. So... I was almost finished doing what I was doing on, and she stopped and, and walked away because I guess she didn't like what I said. And the other girl 
stop what she was doing. And she was like, thank you so much. And I was like, what am, what are you thinking before? Whatever. And she said, because everybody always looks at me like, oh, what skinny little girl doing here? Or, you know, like when I tell my family, oh, I'm going to exercise. And they were like, what you need to exercise for? You're skinny. We wish we could do this. We wish we could do that. Da, da, da. And she was like, and of course, she's like, my family is not huge. But yes, they, you know, are bigger. You know, she was like, but, you know, I told them I was doing this to get healthy. And they laughed at me. And I was like, no, I said, that's just because I'm in the medical field and I know the difference now. I said, at first, mm-mm, I would look at skinny, pretty little girls like you too and be like, oh my goodness, she's so skinny. What's she in here for? She just, you know, wants some attention. There's nothing to third. Not realizing that, no, skinny people want to be healthy too. Skinny people want to not have to buy another pair of jeans in another size too. So guess what? If I can see that and take somebody, take that into consideration for what they're going through weight wise, I know emotionally, and that's not even, some people get emotional about it, but you know what I'm saying? But emotionally, I should be able to sit there and listen to someone complain, have complaints. Have emotional chaos for a minute. I should be able to listen to someone authentically express themselves however they can. And I need to get out of the, no, it's me, it's me, it's me. All about me. It revolves around me. Da, 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 da. I need to get out of that. I literally need to shut up. And listen. I need to shut up and listen, y'all. And it's hard to do. It is so hard to do. Y'all should know. I'll be on here talking forever and ever and ever. So y'all know it's hard for me to shut up and listen. But I do thank you guys for continuing on in this journey with me. Day by day. Learning something new about me. And again... Not that it has anything to do with my husband, but it's going to help me in my relationship with my husband. And that is what this is all about. Excuse me, I had to get a swallow to drink there. My mouth was really, really dry. But guys, we just got to keep on. We just got to keep on, keep on, keep on, keep it on. We can't give up now. And I am so encouraged that also this is day 28 of 40, 28 of 40. I believe that we're not going to just do this thing for 40 days. We're going to continue on afterwards growing our marriages and our relationships. Because this thing is going deep. This thing is going deep, deep. It is healing up wounds that you probably didn't even realize you had. But until you got deep into your relationship with God, not y'all again, y'all got it together. Until I got in deep with my relationship with God, there was no change in me. 
until I got deep into my relationship with God. Now the the visions and, and the promises that God said was for me, I'm starting to see them clearly now. Clearly now that I am gone. I can see clearly now that I am gone. I know a lot of y'all used to hearing and saying, I can see clearly now that the rain is gone. No, I can see clearly now that I am gone. I was the rain. I was the one blocking myself from everything. I mean, I just had to get out of the way. I had to get out of the way. You guys, this has been time so well spent. In realizing that, you know, it's not about us. It is not about us. It is truly, truly about God. Truly about God. So we can be better for our spouses and live a happy married life. But not only just a happy married life, if you have children, they will grow and flourish as well. And they will see what a healthy relationship looks like and strive for that one. Because first they're seeing you seek after God. So they're going to first seek after God. So that way no man can come up to them like, hey girl, how you doing? And no lady can come up there and say, oh boy, you looking so fine today. And just spit game to them all kind of crazy ways. They're going to be up. Oh, let me stop you right there. What church you go to? Who is your pastor? Who's your pastor's armor bearer? Who is the deacon? Who's who's the head of the deacon board? Who is... Who who teaches the um the songs to the choir? Let me let me ask you some some serious questions because if you don't go to church, you ain't gonna know the answers to none of that. You might know who the pastor is, but who the assistant pastor? Do you know that? Who's the associate pastor? Let me let me dig a little bit deeper into this thing because there's just a couple of things I need to know before we get started. What God do you serve? And if you say anything but God Almighty and Jesus, we we can't talk. We can't talk. And that's what we're, that is what we're striving for. That is what we're striving for. For us, our spouses, our children. Amen. Amen. Let us get out of here. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day, Father God. Lord, for everyone that's listening on this podcast, Father God, continue to cover them in your blood. Keep them strengthened on every side, Father God. Lord, we thank you, Father God, that you make every quick path straight, Father God. Lord, we thank you that you're ordering our steps, Father God, for the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Lord, right now, we're just asking and pleading the blood of Jesus in our lives. Lord, we just thank you that we continue to remove ourselves daily. We renew the mind that is that's in us with the mind that was in Christ Jesus. Lord, we just thank you, Father God, that you continue to hold on to our hands as we hold on to your unchanging hand. Lord, we just thank you for lead God in the Directing us and keeping us safe, Lord, from all hurt, harm, and danger, Lord. Lord, right now, we just thank you for keeping us, for blessing us, for making your face shine upon us and being gracious unto us, lifting up your countenance unto us, Father God, and giving us a peace that surpasses all understanding. Until we meet again and depart from this podcast, but never from your sight, Father, we just thank you, Father God, for all that you have done for us. In Jesus' name, we pray. Thank you. Lord, I just want to say, God, you're so good. You're incredible. Also, you guys, tell me where the baptismal pools are filled up. You know your girl need a dip. You can reach me at Labor of Love at 1820. Nope, that is not right. It's 8. 
Let me start back over all the way from the beginning. Beginning. You can reach me at laboroflove1820 at yahoo.com. Again, that's laboroflove1820 at yahoo.com. I thank you guys again for listening. God bless.